Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Scholder, Louisville Real Estate Show here with you till the top of the hour. A lot of questions. We'll get right to that in a second. First, let me introduce the folks who are hanging with us for the next half hour. We've got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, backed by popular demand, 499-6360. Also here, also backed by popular demand, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They are now the number one ranked Home Team Inspection Service for the seventh year in a row. Can he make it to eight? We'll find out. I I don't know. We'll see. That's the voice of Brad Lawler, and you can reach him at 844-411-TEAM. My son Greg has the morning off, and you can reach me because we are looking for homes to list and sell. By the way, we now have five different ways to ensure your dream home is your next home. Find out more about that a little later on the show. You can reach me at 376-5483 at any time, including right after the show. So some of the news making headlines very quickly. The latest uh, exiting home sales report from the National Association of Realtors indicates that sales, and get a load of this, folks, Brad and uh, Chuck, home sales priced at more than a million dollars rose by 31% last year. I also found found that home sales between the price ranges of 750 and 1 million grew by 25%. And by the way, the price of homes in the Louisville area, general homes between, we're saying 250 to 350 grew by 10% in terms of the actual sales price last year. Mortgage rates posted a big jump this past week. Freddie Mac reporting the 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 3.45%. It's up from last week's 3.22%. We're keeping a track on mortgage rates as we go into 2022. Finally, Brad, Chuck, you're definitely going to identify with this. If you have any employees who you think hate their job, Okay, this may be a big problem around the country. You're hearing about it. The great resignation. They've done stories on it on media, blah, blah, blah. Well, a large number of employees, of course, as we've been told, leaving their job, more companies are offering bonuses or higher pay to keep employees from leaving. Let's not let my employees or your employees hear that information. But one central Florida company believes they found the perfect hook to keep their workforce in place. A home giveaway. Right. The company is going to offer two newly built homes mortgage free. The company's called, in case you want to go work for them, Mechanical One. It's a newly opened air conditioning and plumbing company of about 100 employees in my old stopping grounds of Altamont Springs, Florida. Yeah. They say we'll be holding, they'll hold a drawing, and two employees will win free homes. Would it keep you there? Maybe. Right. Possible. Wow. You never know. All right. So we are in our COVID mode for our shows, which means we do Zoom. And when we do a Zoom show, you're also able to see a rebroadcast of that show. If you want to take a look at it, very simple, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. It's a rebroadcast of our show on YouTube. But we also ask you to send in your questions via email. So you basically, you put the subject in the subject line as question, and then the question in the body of the email, send it to me, Bob, at WeSellLouisville.com. And that's where we got this first question from Connie, who is writing in for Chuck. Connie says, and you may have heard about this, Chuck, having happened, because I got a feeling a lot of people did not know about this. Connie says she lives in an area patio home subdivision. They own 
the property underneath the patio home itself. So it's like a single family yeah. home. And up until recently, Connie and the rest of the people who live there were able to rent out their homes if Connie and others decided to move to another section of the city or the country. She just found out that residents in her condo patio home subdivision, patio home, I guess, apparently they changed the bylaws and now say that we cannot rent. Only people on the deed can live in the home. She's wondering, Chuck, how can that happen? And also, does she have any recourse? And then there's a follow-up question. So let's start with the, those two questions. Well, how, how does that happen? How does it happen? Yeah. They have a meeting and sufficient uh, numbers of residents vote uh, to change uh, the deed of restrictions. Um, so, yeah, that's how it happens. What recourse would she have? Yeah. Well, you'd have to go back and see if they followed all the steps. Frequently, homeowners associations don't follow all the steps. They think, oh, hey, we can do this, you know, because, you know, four, four board members or whatever voted for it. Uh -huh. uh, so you have to go back through the documents and look at it and see if uh, they actually did jump through all the proper hoops uh, to amend the deed of restrictions. So do they hire an attorney or yes, they do? Absolutely. Cost involved typically? Uh, I don't know that there is a typically. Okay. Uh, this, yeah. this is that's unusual uh -huh. um but uh yeah there's there's and they have to get an attorney there's there's all manner of uh, of ancillary issues as well if you are renting to say um folks that uh, might be disabled all of a sudden you can't rent to those well yeah. now you've got not just a local but a state and a federal yeah. uh jumping yeah. board so there's there's all kinds of different angles so the follow-up question is and uh, this is a good one from her what happens if she secretly rented to someone what ah, could happen to them yeah what could happen yeah uh well it depends on what they modified the uh, um the deed restrictions to include uh by penalties typically mm -hmm. those penalties are fines uh and those fines sit there and uh, if not paid uh can sometimes uh form the basis of a foreclosure ah and if nothing else they attach to the house and if you go to sell it right then and it has to be paid at close. Involved, right. Uh, but the, typically they don't just let them sit and ride. Um, if it's something like that, it's obviously a, hey, you know, uh, I'm not going to respect anything you say. Yeah. My experience is the boards get a little uh, upset about that kind of thing. So they may push it a little harder. Got it. All right. That makes sense. Incidentally, if uh, you want, our new edition of the newsletter is out this week. It shows you, among other things, three ways to make the most of room colors at your home. That's including the colors for this year of 2022. They've got a whole breakdown and a link to what the primary, the best colors are. If you want to sign up for the newsletter, go to welovelouisville.com and subscribe. Welovelouisville.com. That'll allow you to subscribe to our newsletter and you'll get a copy of it. And on a, twice a month, I think. All right. Back to over to Brad, actually. Brad, Paul is buying a home inspection that or home that's in a floodplain. Mm -hmm. And he's wondering as a buyer, what should he or the inspector be looking for, for telltale signs of problems in a floodplain home? Okay. Well, I'm going to talk kind of generally about any home, because quite honestly, some of the homes that we see out there are almost graded oh. to make it look like a floodplain. Um, oh. We have, yeah, I mean, if you don't grade the lot correctly, you can have a lake, uh, a lagoon in your backyard or front yard. So mm -hmm. 
the home inspectors are going to be looking for any signs of moisture intrusion into the house. So we're going to be looking, if it's on a crawl space, when we get in the crawl space, we're going to look for evidence of water um, that's either coming up from underneath uh, the foundation or through the foundation. Uh, we, you can tell the difference between because you're looking for staining on the uh, foundation walls. Basement would be very much the same thing. We're looking for any evidence of water that's come in. Um, you'll see the, the dirt staining or the gray uh, discoloration of the concrete uh, where water's coming in, uh, looking for any signs of, of water deterioration, particularly on sill plates, uh, the, the piece of wood that sits on top of the concrete foundation. So those are all the things we're looking at. But on the exterior of the house, we're looking to see how the water is managed. So downspouts, for instance, we want to make sure that the downspouts are extending, you know, at least six feet away from the house. So that it's putting water in a place where it's not going to come back in through the foundation. And that's going to hold true for really any house, whether it's on a floodplain or not. Um, people with highly sloped backyards uh, that come down into their house, oftentimes if the, if the dirt is not graded correctly around the house, it can sit very tight to the house. I mean, this is what French drains and other type of drainage um, is used for move water away from that uh, that foundation but yeah it could happen to any home anywhere but certainly it's more likely in a, in a uh, house that's sitting in a, a floodplain wow that's a really detailed uh, response mm. thank you brett that was sure. well well done i mentioned at the beginning of the show we now have five ways to help you sell your home and uh, just about guaranteed to help you find your next home without having to move first you want more information go to get a load of this folks louisvillebob.com that's <laughs> louisvillebob dot com and it'll redirect you to the information on that pretty good huh yeah I do you have a catalog i mean do you have, i have a lot those? yeah i'm cutting okay, back okay. a lot of them but i i bought okay. a whole lot of these urls okay. a long time ago <laughs> just been sitting on them for a specific <laughs> reason so there you go all right chuck this is an interesting one and chuck do you know about the changes in our glar contracts that just happened at the beginning of the year in the inspection uh, clause have no, you heard about actually, all right well yeah. you may need some help from me oh boy on ah. this one yeah because this is this is so any realtors listening to me, if you are not aware about the new contract language in the new contracts, the buyer contracts um, that appeared magically at the beginning of this month, uh, listen carefully to this question. Morgan sent us an email with an unusual problem. She put an offer in on a house. She got it accepted, handed in the, the inspection repair request. The sellers never responded. And her agent says, technically, based on the new contract, if the other side doesn't respond, they basically accepted the repair request. Uh, I did hear that. You yes. heard that, right? Yes. So that she says the seller's agent doesn't see it that way. The seller's agent apparently is unaware of the change that went into effect on the new contract. And apparently her Morgan's agent used the new contract. And so now there's a battle brewing. Morgan says she feels like she's in the middle of it. What happens now? And, and you got to wonder. What? Well, I don't wonder. Um, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, the contract says what the contract says. However, if there was no meeting of the minds on a significant issue, uh -huh. well, then that's not, you know, there's argument there is to say that that contract doesn't exist. Mm. Uh, if I mm. think the contract says A and you think it says B and they are, you know, polar opposites and substantial, okay, yeah. then, you know, there's, there's still wiggle room there. But, uh, yeah, I heard about that. That just doesn't, that doesn't sit well with me. A lot of us are not happy about that, that they would make yeah. a change, regardless of what the change is, but just to release it. There are yeah, there are brokers in this city that don't even know that that happened. Yeah. 
Yeah. So be aware. So they're they're going to look at the contract. It's going to have the same basic form and they're not going to know. That's why I mentioned yeah. uh, the whole yeah. meeting of the minds thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've, we've announced it. We've talked to people and hopefully the word gets out. We're going to take a break. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to see what the buyers and really a lot of buyers and sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com or to LouisvilleGoogle.com. When we come back, 10 ways to slash your climbing electric bills in your home. This will be an eye-opener to a lot of people. Here with us, we got Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. You can reach me, Bob Sukoler, anytime now or in the future. We sell all different prices of homes from 10000 up to $10 million. You can reach me at 376-5483. We're back in a moment. On News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I built the number one brokerage firm in New York City by marketing luxury homes to the most qualified buyers. What makes the difference today in your area? The same thing, custom marketing to the right buyers. In Louisville, the agents with the best marketing plan are Bob and Greg Sokola. Their personalized marketing sells more homes for more money. If they can't find the right buyer on your deadline, they will buy it. Get the best marketing for your home. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and put more money in your pocket. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokolo, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. We love and adore you. And you may have seen the new commercials running on the air. And uh, we, we appreciate Barbara for her endorsement. With us here, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. Also, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. And you can reach me, Bob Sokolo, anytime, 376-5483. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Our electric bills are going up. Have you seen it, guys? I mean, just no. Okay. No, I have not. You haven't. Well, no. good for you. No, good for Sherry. She, good uh, for Sherry. Yeah. Yeah. Her uh, her view is that if it's not going to get below 30, 
the windows are open at night. Get out of here. We don't believe that. That's ah. you. You're okay. If you say so. Well, yeah. let, they're going up. Just take our word for it, Chuck. Brad and I are both nodding our head. By the way, if you want to see us nodding our head, go to uh, our redirect for our radio show, LouisvilleAnswers.com. That'll take you to YouTube replay. So some ways to save money. Run appliances at night because the rates are lower. Be smart about your lighting. And Brad, you've talked about this on a regular basis. Switch over to LED light bulbs, and they use at least 75% less energy, lasting 25 times longer which than incandescent bulbs. Change your filters. And feel free to jump in, by the way, Brad, any longer. Yeah, Change sure. your uh, air filters. I went ahead and changed mine uh, last week after I read this and prepped for this show. Can I change it? And I went, ooh, I needed to do this more regularly. And yeah. Wash in cold water. Now, I know some may say, no, no, I want hot water, but cold water for clothes, I guess it does work with some of the, the different detergents out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. M- maintain an efficient fridge. So you want to make sure your coils are clean, which for most people, that's at the bottom. But if you have a sub-zero uh, refrigerator, that means the coils are at the top, right? Okay. Right. Uh, watch your wash cycle, uh, wash dishes, the smarter way you short eco-friendly cycles. One suggestion is instead of putting where run it with the heat cycle where they heat up, open the door, let them dry naturally. I know that may not be. See, I can't do that because JJ and Chloe, my German shepherds, <laughs> if the door is open, they're going to lick. Right. Yeah. That, that's right. not going to happen in my house. So, yeah. um, insulate properly. Right. We, and I know we get a lot of reports when you see, come back in that the insulation needs to be increased, increased. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Install a solar water heater. Well, that may be more difficult this time of year to do, but certainly make sure your temperature, what should it be on that bread? Uh, you, you want to stay below 130 degrees. I mean, 120 to 125 is, is perfect. That way you, you don't risk scalds and you're still plenty warm for washing dishes and being yep. as efficient as possible. Uh, take a clue from Chuck and Sherry Crosby. Not only give your AC a break, give your heating a break as well. Just open a window unless it's below 32 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Close off and open a window. And then stick to a schedule. One effective way to uh, capitalize on lower off-peak electric, electric rates is to put suitable electronics or appliances on a simple outlet timer which will make them go on at night versus going on for the day. So there you go. Some of the ideas. All right, let's go uh, back to our questions here. This one's going to go over to Brad. Charlotte's writing in, says that she's buying her first home, tied on cash, wonders about the home inspection. She knows that normally a buyer pays for the home inspection, but could she ask the sellers to pay for a home inspection as well as the repairs? Uh, I'm not sure that the seller's going to do that in this market. Right? Yeah, I, I, that's an interesting question. I will tell you that we have had a few cases where somebody else pays the price for the home inspection. Uh, oh. We've had we've we've had agents jump in. We've had parents call in uh, with credit cards. I, I mean, truthfully, I don't know that we always know where the uh, where a cash payment or a check uh, is necessarily coming from. But, oh, um, yeah, it's we we wouldn't call a seller and say, "Hey, pay us." Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's it's we've had a few instances where others outside the uh the buyer or buyer's couple uh, charlotte and just let me tell you charlotte in this market as hot of our inventory was below 1300 homes this past week normally we're 25 to 3000 homes so it's a really hot buyer's market or or seller's market so buyers are really going to have a difficult time um asking a seller to pay for it but don't don't waive that inspection no don't Don't waive it. it don't too much of a risk uh chuck Alan sending us an email. He says his neighbors just sold their house. A new neighbor moved in and immediately started parking 
the car, the new owner's car on the lawn, their lawn, but on the lawn. I mean, the uh, their the home that they own, this new buyer. Alan the says they don't put the car on their own lawn. On their own right? home, right. Gotcha. Alan says they don't have a homeowner association in the neighborhood, but several of the neighbors that he's talked to are also upset about the car on the lawn and he's heard talk about bringing over a pie from you. <laughs> uh, but, but he says he's afraid to approach this neighbor. What should he do? Well, there's not much you can do at that point if there's no HOA. Uh, now, there may be some city restriction. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're within the city limits, you might call code enforcement and yeah. see if that's uh, allowed. Probably isn't. Um, but that's about the best you can do. Uh, call code enforcement or get all your neighbors together in this subdivision and reinstitute a homeowners association. Yeah, condo association did it a couple on the first question we had today. Yeah. Why not? I guess you just need to follow certain yeah, regulations. Yeah, yeah, you got to get enough enough of the neighbors to do that. Uh, now, if it's in a subdivision, um, there probably is some structure already in place that could be restarted. Uh, but if it's not, you know, and then they just happen to live each next to each other out in an unincorporated area, well, you know, that's that's uh, yeah. not much to do about it. Got it. But if it's in the city, call code enforcement. Code, code. enforcement uh, is usually pretty good about that. If your home has not sold and you're thinking possibly maybe of selling or you haven't sold yet, but you're going to, we can help you go to LouisvilleHouseDoctors.com, fill out our form. And yes, we make house. Yes, we do make house calls and they're free of charge. All right. Back over to inspections. Tony, this is your question that you sent to us via email. He says he's, he had a home inspection on the house he's buying. And the inspector says there's aluminum wiring. And apparently the inspector says he doesn't like it. That inspector doesn't like it. He says, how bad is aluminum wiring? And can he request that the buyer have the aluminum, the seller have the aluminum wiring replaced? Well, I've not heard of an instance where, unless they're doing it down to the studs renovation, that aluminum wiring is replaced. What I will tell you is that the home inspector may not like it, but it's not really the home inspector's uh, determination to make. We have just we just identify what is functioning and what is not functioning, what's safe and what's not safe. So in that case, we would say that a, an electrician should come in and do an evaluation on the current panel. The panel may be old. There may be signs of heat stress. Um, there may be signs of outlets that have been charred where there's the aluminum wiring has gotten hot. But uh, the electricians may even differ on what needs to be done. Some will come in and just put in the uh, the pigtails uh, in order to safely um, exchange all of the uh, outlets to copper based, but they have a special pigtail with a, uh, uh, it's almost a lubricant inside of it that allows the copper and the aluminum to come together safely. And it doesn't allow the expansion contraction, which is what causes all the heat. So, the electrician needs to come in, do the evaluation of the entire electrical system. You know, there's tens of thousands of homes in the local area with single strand aluminum wiring. Now, don't confuse that with the stranded aluminum wiring, which is what is the main conductor coming into all of our homes. It's the conductor that we use for dryers and stoves. Um, that is very different than a single strand aluminum wiring. But And I've seen home inspectors call out stranded aluminum too. They just don't understand uh, what it is. But the electrician can come in and tell you, you know, what steps would need to uh, be taken to ensure that the home remains safe. Let me, let me point something out to all of our listeners, and, that, and it's a compliment for you, Brad. If you listen to Brad's 
the description just now. You heard someone who knows what he's talking about, but doesn't try to inflate a problem that doesn't need to be inflated. He's very realistic and down to earth. Well, and when you're speaking of grounding of homes, yeah. it is down to earth. Yeah. But, yeah. but you, so to me, and it, it, you may not want to use home team. You may want to use somebody else, but you want to use somebody who's not going to blow a problem out of proportion. No, you want safety structural. You want to know the basic facts without opinions being inserted in there. Right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, congrats. Yeah. No, very good. All right. Back over to Chuck. Uh, Tabby says she put an offer in on a house and a $2,000 good faith deposit without using a realtor. Now she says she's not able to get a mortgage and she's trying to get her earnest money back. But the seller is saying, nope, I've got your money. And if you can't a mortgage, get a mortgage, that's your problem. So legally, is she up a... Uh, well, it, depends, it depends entirely upon what the contract says. Uh, if she used the contract, I'm getting the impression yeah. she gave the guy a check for 2000 and said, okay, I'm going to buy the house. And now she's, which well, is the, if, if yeah. it's just a, if it's a hug and a handshake and you handed them the money, you've, there's equity arguments to be made, yeah. but they're just arguments. It's not anything you can hang a hat on and say, oh, definitely, whatever. Uh, you know, and if you don't use a realtor, uh, people will typically run to the uh, computer and pull something off the interwebs yep. and they're nightmares. They don't, I mean, if you give a guy a good faith, that and it doesn't say it's con- and your contract's not contingent on anything and it doesn't say you know if you can't close or get the money back or whatever it, there's nothing that you can just assume uh is the normal yeah. course yeah it has to say it. it's why you that's, need a realtor you need or an attorney yeah. somebody to guide you through this and that's by the way the frauds is is out there uh you, yeah. you know uh an oral you can't have an oral contract for the sale of real estate uh for this particular reason it's got to be mentioned all the terms uh and if you don't mention them they don't exist may i suggest also mr crosby that for the duration of covid that you closet the the term hug and a handshake ah, uh, <laughs> but yes because you know not so good no hug I went over, I saw somebody this week and they wanted to give me a hug. I go, no, 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 no. Let's just a little fist bump would be perfect. Well, you realize that as an attorney, hugs and handshakes have always been a hypothetical thing. Yes, sir. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, but we'll, we'll laugh. Um, the, Kathy put down $1,000 uh, in good faith money on a house she was buying on the south end of town. The inspection turned up several problems and Kathy wants to pull out on the deal. The seller says she'll let Kathy pull out, but she's not giving the thousand dollars good faith money back. So this has two little deals, caveats here on this. What recourse does she have? Well, if it's a contract, then Chuck, it's it's a contract. Yeah. Yeah. So is it true? If the seller doesn't want to give the thousand dollars back to Kathy, it'll sit in the broker's account for maybe six months. And then it ends up going back to the buyer. Well, that depends if, if they're just doing a, a contract off the internets, there may not be a broker involved. Yeah. Uh, that money may go on, have gone straight into the seller's bank account yeah. at which point, presuming they have uh, a cause of action, uh, will be a small claims action. And then they'll just, you know, have to make their arguments. 
they can do that without hiring an attorney or hire an attorney to bring them a small claims court. Is that right? Always, always better to hire an attorney and that kind of right. thing. Cause you know, the judge is going to sit there and, and may not know exactly how real estate works. Uh, most, most lawyers, they took two classes in real estate low those many years ago, they were in law school. Uh, and that's where it ended. And we're almost out of time, Brad. So just briefly, so what is it about a home that would make a home inspector say, no, though, you don't want to buy this house. What's the worst thing that would, could happen to uh, in an inspection? Well, I don't think that a home inspector should ever tell a buyer that they shouldn't buy this house. I don't think that, that should, that's not in our language. I mean, again, we are telling them about safety issues and material defects. So the biggest problem that we see is water in homes. Moisture intrusion is the, is the biggest problem that we see. That may be from a roof. It may be from the structure. Those are the most expensive repairs uh, that will take place. But yeah, a home inspector should never tell someone that they, they shouldn't buy that house. See that? And apparently that's happened again. So we're seeing yeah. a trend here. So, all right, folks. You, you just know not many homes out there. You don't want to go with something that's going to be a, a money pit, but certainly be advised that not all inspectors are the sky is falling. The sky is falling right now. We thank Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, who is a great guy and uh, their people are fabulous. Chuck and I both attest to their quality of service. You can reach them at 844-411-TEAM. Chuck Crosby, who also is a spectacular guy, not only because He's a great attorney, does great closings, but he's well-versed on so many different things at 499-6360, including wills, and he's entertaining at a closing. And really, well, you, you are. You're, I mean, it's just it's it's enlightening. And, and I love his question. You know what his question is at the end of every closing? Are there any questions that you have that I haven't answered? Now, it's, a rare, it's rare that you hear that, opening it up. And I always ask, you remember what I ask? I always ask. Uh, yeah, what's the meaning of life? There you go. That's right. <laughs> well, he's Richard opened it up. Since we all know is 42. All right. And you can reach me anytime, day or night, uh, Bob Sikilver, 376-5483. We're out of time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.